listening to Inside Out with Turner and Seth. And this is our, the bulk of this will be a review of the Shaky Knees Festival, the seventh version of which was held in Central Park. Uh, Hot right, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, right near downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Where Rob Turner of Inside Out with Turner and Seth represented WTNS because I was not there. Yeah, I got to do a couple days. It's, uh, it's not like uh, people say, oh boy, have fun. It's like, well, I'll sort of have fun, but I'm sort of going to be taking furious notes and have to pay attention and be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and hustle from stage to stage. So, Which are two things. One, he, doesn't, he didn't know all of the bands. These are a lot of new bands for you. Oh, There's a lot of studying to learn it. And two, you don't hustle anymore with that girth. Well, I do for someone with this girth. If, if you compare me to others who have this girth, then yes. When music's involved, I'll find a way to scamper. All right, all right. Well, uh, and then writing it, which is even more hours. It's just a long, arduous process. This writing—it's not my thing. People who write fast are amazing and impressive to me. Absolutely, they are, Rob. And you are not one of them. But you know who else is amazing and impressive to oh, me? Thank you, Perpetual Groove, which we're going to get into here in a minute. I want to—we want to share a little bit about their new album with you here in just a minute. But first, I want to go ahead, Rob. Let's go ahead and do uh, introduce one of our Osiris podcast friends here. Osiris. Hey everybody, I'm Brian Saxon. And I'm Michael Shields, and we are the hosts of Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the Party Pal is a celebration of the art of cinema and filmmaking, where movies and television shows are deconstructed and analyzed to evaluate their grandeur. Guests will include the filmmakers and industry insiders that craft the works of art that we celebrate here when you join the party. Welcome to the Party Pal is part of the Osiris Podcast Network. Yes, that is an excellent podcast if you're uh, interested in cinema and documentaries and so forth on a, on a more kind of intellectually curious level rather than just seeing a movie and going, oh, God, that's good. <laughs> uh, these guys go over stuff. Their most recent episode uh, is on Avengers. Uh, before that, not only did they do uh, an episode on the One Nation Under Stress documentary, but they freaking had the guy who did it. They had the director, Mark, Mark I don't know if it's Levin or Levine. I would guess it's Levin. But uh, and also leaving Netherland, Neverland, the Michael Jordan Jackson thing, which I have to be honest with you, I haven't watched. Because, I haven't watched it at all. Well, I, I respect people that there's a lot of evidence on there, but I know about certain people that weren't interviewed and weren't included uh, in that that make the whole thing suspect to me, and I don't find it the slam dunk, and I'm a little annoyed that. But this is the kind of thing where they talk about on that show. Yeah. It's a great show for that. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party. Hey. Speaking of parties, what's a party if it's not properly funded? And if you're going to fund a party, you need to get your book straight. And who's going to help you with that? Pole Clark. That's right. PoleClark.com. Your financial advisors, your financial world, your business advising. Located right here in Atlanta, Georgia. They care. They're aware. They're on top of their game. They, they work with care. They're aware. I they're like on that. top of their game. And they... Uh, work with athletes as well as musicians and musical groups and so forth. If you got a business, you got a band, check out poleclark.com. We're going to go ahead and get into P Groove, but, bef- uh, but before we do, so one more time, one more time, folks, stick around. We're going to get deep into Rob's head about what went down at Shaky Knees for Rob Turner. He, we've got 
Well, we he Seth, has he basically has, Seth is going to interview me. That's what we're going to do. Seth is going to interview me. I'm going to interview you. Yes. All right, let's start with P Groove though. We're really excited to share a little bit about their album with you. There's a new album, self-titled Perpetual Groove. Just under 20 years now. And I've been working with them all of those years. And I have to tell you, the one thing, um, melody is a big part of their strength. And that's why they're the kind of band where you, you want to pick up their studio albums because they really can build on that but strength. But this new well. album is is completely different yes. than their other ones. And I mean, uh, people say that, but listen, they went in with Kingsley, uh, uh, produ- amazing producer, but really, really push them to yes. a, a different sound sense of melody is still there but they fleshed out into other uh you know some harder edge stuff some mystical and not you know it, it's just it's, it's a, a beautiful new- vinyl too the vinyl came in yesterday uh and it's got the what do you call it, the clearness anyway it's a really cool looking separation vinyl. you mean and harmonized records putting it out i think i don't know maybe this is harmonized first vinyl i don't know about that though we'll have to find out but perpetual groove what a wonderful band and it's, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them in November um, right here in Atlanta, Georgia. And check out for a contest where you can win this vinyl. Uh, they're going to have that on their Perpetual Groove website. And you can enter yourself into that contest by going to pgroove.net slash vinyl hyphen contest. That's pgroove.net slash vinyl hyphen contest. Uh, the entries go from now until June 4th. And you can enter one time per day per email. And if you share it using your shared link, you get a bonus for every time another person uses your link. Check it out, pgroove.net slash vinyl hyphen contest. Well, we're going to go ahead and cut to this, Chase. We would like to applaud the Murlocs and their publicists because um, we had uh, Seth had some music inquiries about including some music on this summary. And I had some information for my article inquiries. And we sent about nine or ten... Sent out to about nine or ten publicists each that were on the Shaky Knees roster. And the Murlocs... Big names, small names. What's yes. up with publicists? I don't know. The, but I, the Murlocs were the ones who responded, yes. You know, it's a pip-pop thing, dude. But you expect the younger... You expect older brands to have pips. Podcast ignorant publicists. It's it's strange when the young brands will It's do. just strange. Look, don't... Pops are podcast aware publicists. And the Murlocs, congratulations. You clearly have one. Yes. But Rob, I, you know these other publicists. I don't. I don't. What I don't get is, is it's not that they're ignoring us because we're. I mean, we come with some credibility, so it's not like maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. So. I don't know the Osiris Network and oh, uh, that's true. Almost a hundred episodes. We're associated with other podcasts that are definitely good. Yes, yes. We have we have you know almost two hundred thousand listens. Well, I, I love mean, Manic Candid episode. It's a great CD, and we love the fact that you all are listening right now, and that's what really matters. We really appreciate you listening in, and for those of you that have been with us for you know the last couple of years, this episode's a little different, and we've been doing a little things differently here as we go. But yes, but the main episodes will still be the same. 
And for our new listeners or people just tuning in here for the first time, welcome. Please check our back catalog. There's something for everyone. But let's get right into it. Last weekend, well, actually, before that, this weekend's Mother's Day. What do you do? What, is your dog going to do something special on Sunday for We're going to have dog? a manic, candid episode in honor of the Murlocs. No, I'm thinking about going to the Aiken Bluegrass Festival. I'm not sure. Let's talk about personal stuff later. Let's talk about shaking knees first. All right. So... It's- Paint the picture, Rob. You finally get it. You finally get your credential. You're back in Shaky Knees. You get the press list. You are asked to cover all these different bands. You're going to write a, for Jambase. You got an article out on Jambase. This is the first one in a while. Like 20 years. Wow. So, yeah. Um, you, where can they, people read that? It's It was uh, it was pretty cool. They had a little press tent there. They were they had nice beverages for us. So Because I would go on flurries of seeing so many, does many waters. Hmm? So does Waters Beers. That bio stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah. I like that. I do drink that at festivals, and I mix that in water. And um, uh, pretty cool. But the thing is, it's a four-stage festival. The two main stages are separated from the two side stages, and they alternate on each stage so that there's no sound bleed. You have a long walk between the two, but that is one of the worst things about... I mean, I love Centennial Olympic Park in a lot of ways, which is one of our other locations. And there are a couple of Piedmont Park, you know, but there, you always get... You're hearing... You have to be real close to a band to not right, have your right, sound, yeah, you huh? know, your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a bummer. I'm not... I mean, you're paying a lot of money these festivals. I want to hear the band I'm hearing, not yeah. like that, not have it compete with another band. No, I mean, know? you have a hard enough time when I talk over you. I can't imagine when the music talks oh. over itself. Oh, and um, but it's pretty cool that the smaller stages, one of them was named after Criminal Records, was covered by Trees. Did you see any of the songs for kids? Uh, no, I did not. I did not get God there that early. I'm sorry. But we can always do an event with them. Yeah, we could. So what are what are some of your highlights? Uh, well, first, you know, did you see the headliners? Jim James, uh, Tame Impala. Uh, James was not a headliner, but I did. I saw Tame Impala. It was my first time. They had incredible animation. It was interesting because some songs they would have a light show. Like your standard light show, and the screens would be off, mm -hmm. and then with lasers and stuff, and they were so they brought their full production. Oh yeah, but then some songs, the light, the stage light show would go off, and they'd use the single screen and do more video. Okay, and then best of all, stage lights off, all three screens on, and animation. This is apparently what they're known for, and I I looked up uh, to see who was responsible for it, and I guess at different times they have different people, but I got to tell you, it's really cool, wildly colored contemporary animation, but then the band members' figures will like ooze out of it just for a minute, not just real subtle-like, you know? Um, really cool stuff. And their music is... Sometimes the video effects, I mean, the um, vocal effects could be a drag, but you, but you, adjust, you adjust to them after a while, and they, they do harken Pink Floyd sometimes mm. with a dance beat, you know? Were you, did you dance? Uh, yeah, I danced a bunch throughout the weekend. What made me dance the most? Deer Hunter made me dance more than anybody. Deer Hunter was sick, but as always. Did you have again, your shirt on? I, uh, yeah, I kept my shirt on the whole what, time. What was, and the, we'll talk I, about, I have to behave at shaking knees. Well, talk about the weather for a second. I understand there's a storm that was coming through, and they changed the whole day around. Well, first, I want to say that Mark Lanigan's a legendary Seattle musician, mm-hmm. and uh, this is earlier in the day, the same day you're talking about, which was a clear day the whole day except right when mark lanigan who's from seattle comes out opens his set with a song about knuckles and it rained all throughout that song and that's all that rained during the day it stopped at the end sun was peeking out it was like sunny for the third song of the set it was it was crazy it was weird but then yes later in the day rebecca uh rebecca was it rachel rachel oh rachel that's my new uh, I have Ron, now I have Rachel. Yes, that's right. Rachel Turner, folks. At Rachel Turner. That's a great article, Rachel. Thank you for taking the time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
What was I talking about? Oh, so yes, later the storms are threatening. And by the way, the festival was doing a great job of using the screens to let us know when storms were in the area. And nobody was panicking and freaking. Actually, nobody really left. Well, but didn't they they change the whole day around? They just kind of were shortening people's sets so that Cage the Elephant would start earlier. Yeah, but that's a big deal to like shorten everyone's sets and to to just change the whole thing like that on the fly. And then to be so... On top of it, to be able to tell everyone what's going on through the signage. Right. Did they also use those? Did they use the LED um, kind of middle signs, like signs that were LED, like they did in the past? I don't know. They were using the screens over the stage. That's yeah, what yeah, I saw. Yeah. They said storms in the area. I didn't see a lot. I, I really didn't know about the time adjustments, but it was clearly. I just uh, never downloaded the app, so that's on me. Anybody who had the app was was knew exactly what was going on, mm-hmm. and so I just asked someone who did, and boom, I got updated. The bummer was Interpol. That's a band that. Um, I, I I've never really bought their records, but I, as I've told you and our listeners before, when I when I used to travel around seeing, Europe, seeing who I'm not Europe, but the U.S. I guess I've been to Europe a few times and not much. Uh, but no, I've chased music for a long time, and in the '90s, pretty hardcore. And uh, college radio will be, always be my thing. You know, go to that left end part of the dial. You know, and before yeah. satellite radio, it was a bigger deal. Now you have satellite. I can go. There's like. Left I can go to XMU channel. I can go to all. I mean, there's so much sure, stuff sure, I can yeah. learn about on satellite. But in the old days, the to old get away days. from commercial radio, I, I would survey college radio. And Interpol was the darling, one of those darling bands of uh-huh. college radio. So I would always hear them a little bit here, there, a little right. bit there. So this is like a synthesis of that. It was a culmination. It was really nice to see him. The guy's voice, after a while, does get, I don't know, you really have to have a taste for his voice. But they have such great energy, and it's it's kind of like I don't know how to put it. It's like '80s music in a in a more modern context. It really is. It's like '80 '80s feel, but the basslines are not '80s at all. And and the, and I just I don't know. They're a great band. They're a great great band. It was really 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 cool to see them. Jim James. Um, I would say I, I'm uh, there's. I mean, I love the set, but I, I'm I'm curious why. The new record has two or three songs that sound like early My Morning Jacket. Why, why would he not hold those for My Morning Jacket, Seth? Is My Morning Jacket done? I know they're doing three gigs, but... Um, I don't know. I'm, I, would lo- I mean, listen, I couldn't even get them to give us a song. They're going to tell me. They're going to tell me what's going on with the band. <laughs> Come on, dude. Just because I'm in the industry doesn't mean I know things. I always think you know. I know. Everyone does. Everyone, like, with Jam Crews, everyone's like, oh, you know the lineup. I'm like, I know when you guys find it. Right. You know. Double, uh, double Claypool. Jam Crew is not a sponsor of ours. Double Claypool. You like that? Yeah. Not a sponsor of ours, but that's cool. The Double Claypool? Yeah. But let's stick double to Shaky Cole. News. Shaky News. <laughs> yes. Shaky um, News. But Jim James played a great set. He's got this guitarist uh, who's fantastic. I tell you his name, but I get a response. Um, but man, they played off each other so well. Was it lively or is it dark and uh... no much more lively? So I guess he did do a couple things off of the um, off the the earlier solo albums. I know he ended up with that A E I O U thing. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's much more lively, live and um, lively, live. The the um, here in spirit is the one that really got me. Um, he was at the end gesturing out to the crowd. Yeah. Just, the whole song evokes this feel that like comes to this really cool end, and then he he's like. Presiding, I thought that was. A he really does thing. give. He does. He I mean, pours his heart and soul out on that stage. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? So, what are some of these younger bands that you uh, that you checked out that you well, never Jade heard Bird. of? Jade Bird and Japanese Breakfast. Japanese Breakfast. Yeah, Sushi both in the morning. Female fronted bands. Um, and J- J- uh, Japanese Breakfast was really cool and kind of uh, again the eighties thing, even more eighties sounding. But they um, 
but the, the you know kind of cool grooves and stuff like that they reminded me of the cure at points but jade bird good god this is an aggressive singer songwriter fronting a semi-punk trio and just ev- i i missed the first song or two but every other song was really strong lyrics and you know me i'm not a covers guy but they they write it a key point stuck in walk like an egyptian by the uh, nice yeah and they punked it out and it was just oh, that's fun sick i'm like it was one of those moments where everybody's just hugging everybody yeah you know people you don't even know you're exchanging smiles high five and hugging oh tremendous oh i know oh do you who the weirdest so deer hunter who did a bunch of stuff from their new record. Right after them was Tyler Childers. That's shaky knees, man. You see this ethereal kind of mystical, majestic deer yeah. hunter, and then you go across and see old-time country with, with contemporary lyrics, with songs that are 20 months old that thousands of people know every freaking word of the song, like mm-hmm. the White Horse Road or the Purgatory or the Feathered Indians. This Tyler Childers is tapped in. He really has a good thing going. He had a great band. Um, one of them played... Uh, pedal steel switch between pedal steel and guitar another one switched between fiddle and uh, pe- um, guitar and it just gave the gave the band some range the raccoon Davy Crockett hat wearing bassist was real cool um, I really liked Tyler's set it was really that man that boy's on his way no doubt now one of the neat oh, things can I go, just say, yeah yeah go for it his, uh, most recent CD was uh, produced by um, nuts <laughs> come on Come on. I'm blanking. Blank. You mentioned him last night when we started talking all country with uh, Neil Casal. Come on. Sturgill. Sturgill produced it. Sturgill Simpson. Very nice. So now this... So Tim Sweetwood, who who's uh, the mastermind behind Shaking Knees. Yeah, is he still book it, do you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's the beauty of what he does. That's his, that's his strength. That's what I thought, but I shot him an email and guess what? <laughs> so Tim, Tim does a really good job of booking. I thought that... From a, from an outside perspective, just looking at the lineup, I yeah. thought he did a good job of stacking it with. It's not all crazy dollar headliners, right. and you've got like the, the the meat of the festival is that middle, well, the whole thing. I mean, it, even from the beginning, like I say in the in that article, even from the beginning of each stage. I mean, these are quality acts, and and your your boy Aaron and some of the other vendors were were. Uh, showing an appreciation for that as well because that means they do business all day and that to phrase the lines it's not suddenly you know short line no line at all and then Ah. suddenly huge line they are able to sell stuff throughout the day Mm -hmm. and not have you know lines get too crazy at any one time you know because people are there for a long period of time so they pick their time not everybody's doing everything at the same time yeah Um, yeah give three reasons why someone should go to Shaking Knees next year that's, that's on the fence I like that it's a downtown festival, that there's a lot of hotels uh, right around and walking distance. It's easy to get in and out of. As long as you don't get kicked out. Yeah. Um, but go on, Ra- uh, Rachel, or hotels whatever. Hotels that make up uh, stories. But we'll keep that. I'm not good. But Motel 6s are not pet friendly. They say, uh, Motel 6s they are, are friendly. <laughs> they say they're pet friendly, but they, you know, more often than not, are not actually pet friendly. Yeah, well, Rob <laughs> took his little princess to the uh, Motel 6 because he, he wanted to be closer to the festival. Yeah, well, and so then he ended up sleeping under a bridge. Yes, but it was a good bridge. And, and I was as there. a musician, you had better yeah, Wi-Fi than the Motel Six too. <laughs> uh, All right, number, so two. number two would be the food options. Uh, there's like healthy options. Like there was this place called the Beatbox that has all these creative sort of veggie or 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 off just unique burgers and juices. And so ahead. I just see I can picture Rob now. 
he's he's looking at the he's there he is standing looking at all the healthy options as he's got a chicken thigh in his mouth and drooling chicken juice uh, from no, I was all, eating, all the all the uh, Fox Brothers barbecue falling in his no, beard tikka masala. But Fox Brothers Barbecue was there, and they had a Frito thing. A little. Oh yeah, that's their thing. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It was everywhere. Yeah, Fox Brothers are uh, are like Bojanic. Bojanic wings. Whoa, that's the stuff. We're very proud of each in Atlanta, and um, they do a great job. Both of them. And they both support music so nice. Well, you know the the scene. Yes, and then Uh, there was a burger wagon thing, and it, it said. Burger's so good it's criminal, which was funny because on my way to Tame and Paul, like I, I was looking at it all the weekend, you know, and, and joking in my head, like, wow, that'd be great. And, and thinking about, like, you, like, let's do a skit where we come up with cops and arrest them, you know, and we eat one. And then, so then I'm walking to Tame and Paul, and sure enough, there was a cop over there. So I, <laughs> I plopped that in the article, too. Uh, number three. The, uh, I think the way that it's booked with an eye for new music, and there's a ton of new bands. And bands with fresh CDs out, but they're not afraid to also, you know, sprinkle in your tears for fears, um, your deer hunter, your established acts, you know what I mean? As a little, you know, tether to tether you, you know what I mean? Because it was nice to hear all this new music and then go to deer hunter. It was like going home, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure people felt that way with tears for fears, you know, 80s band. Yeah. I didn't get to see them. Last well, time I saw tears mm-hmm. for fears. It was the cried. only time I saw him, you yeah, were I was. Afraid. You were afraid. You I was cried. in college, and I let's just say I don't remember a second of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what about this band? Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I should point out Inspector Cluzo. Uh, I did not get to see them. Emily Ginsberg has been telling me about them. They are a really cool band. We will be doing stuff with them too. Inspector Cluzo. And the Murlocs? Yep. So what about the Murlocs? Well, um, if you're familiar with Ambrose Kenny Smith, you know that name, don't you? Yeah, it rings a bell. He plays keyboards in King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and he is the front man for this band, and he is a dynamic and engaging front man. He, He works the room. He wiggles around like Jagger, but not imitating Jagger. He does these weird curly army things that Jagger doesn't do. Um... I mean, it's very different. I hate to be generic with that, but it's. But you're just saying he moves. Yeah, he he moves moves and wiggles, sells it. The band is just absolutely slamming. And as I said, Manic Candid episode is the new CD, and that's a lot of the music, all of the music, except for the perpetual groove in our advertisement, is from that CD. And we'll close here. We're going to close the show with another with a full track. Uh, so we hope you enjoy it. I do want to point out too that the Bad Books reunion happened. That is a side project of uh, Manchester yeah. Orchestra with a, uh, uh, with a singer songwriter, and uh, they, that was a big deal. People were freaking out. It was funny. They ended one song and complimented themselves on it, and then they so they started doing it in all these different tempos. They hated the <laughs> slow version, which is the one I liked, of course. Grandpa liked the slow one. Um, but great set from them. Great to see them back. They also were, were rapping with the people up front about their backdrop. They were taking criticisms and, and compliments on their backdrop. It was really funny. A very engaging, very engaging band. Um, but yes, we will close with uh, something from the Merlocks CD, Seth. What do you think about that? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, uh, go to jambase.com if you haven't, uh, if you want to read more about that, I should say. Uh, about you know shaking knees. Check out Rob Turner's article. Is it Rachel Turner or Rob Turner? I, I Either just, one will work. Seth. Okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And 
Uh, we've got more coming to you. We got actually a lot coming to you. We've got Taz. We've uh, we had an interview with Taz, Brandon Niedahauer. And here's a song that we they... also had uh, an interview with Neil Casal from yes. Circles Around the Sun. Fantastic, great show we saw last night. Oh we'll my leave that gosh, it's it's really tremendous good. show! Really, really and that good. snuck up on me. I mean, I was expecting it to be good. I wasn't expecting it to be like energy swell, explosion, and hippie jazz at its best. Hippie guitar-driven hippie jazz. It was freaking sweet. They took their time. They listened to each other well. Adam McDougal. MVP, uh, yeah, the, the wizard, and I, I've got a lot to share with you all too. But I'll save that for the next episode. Your Rockshineers got some big announcements coming up. Uh, yeah. Really, really excited about that. Things are the universe is aligning, and I can tell you if I've been working personally, Rob, on trying to center myself, do, you know, do good for myself, and it's all starting to really align. It seems like every week he's met someone else who's offered him a new gig. The guy's crushing, crushing your. Rock Chenier is crushing. Why, thank you very much. We'll save that for the next one. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close this out. Thanks so much for listening. Rob, parting words. And, and this is Problematic Subject, which Murlocs performed at Shaky Knees from Manic Candid Episode, their brand new 2019 release, Manic Candid Episode. This is the Murlocs. Murlocs.